Welcome to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm delighted that you're here. As I record this, we're getting ready to celebrate the holidays in the United States. And there's a saying that goes, if you're on the bad list this year, you're getting a lump of coal. While I don't think any of you are on the bad list, I am going to offer you coal today on the podcast. It's in the form of Dan Siegel's acronym for how to create a mindful attitude. COAL stands for curiosity, openness, acceptance, and love toward our ongoing experience. So let's dive into those with a little bit more detail. When we can create moments that are filled with curiosity, it usually means we're not afraid. One of the things that happens in the brain when we get curious is that fear shuts down. Fear and curiosity can't coexist. They're not complementary mental states. It's kind of like a train track and when you switch the train to go one direction or another. So in any given situation, if we can choose curiosity instead of fear, we're going to land ourselves in a much more comfortable place mentally and emotionally. And the creativity that will flow from that curiosity oftentimes can make lemonade out of lemons. (laughs) If we don't go the curiosity route and instead choose fear or get roped into fear and aren't able to find our way out, then it can be really challenging to face situations with the kind of creativity that we need in order to move through them in a way that helps us to get where we want to go. A lot of times when we make a response in fear, it's not an intentional response. It's kind of just a really primitive, reactive response. So curiosity enables us to connect with a part of our brain that's going to help us make a very intentional response to the situation. Next comes openness. If we consider openness in terms of expansion and contraction, we can really start to see how creating a sense of openness in any scenario lends itself to opportunities. More things will be available to us when we're open than if we're kind of shut down and contracted. That being said, a lot of experiences can put us into that place where contraction and shutting down are the norm. That's why when we practice mindfulness, we practice this idea of openness. We literally, I mean, we can do it in our posture and like if we're slumped over and kind of with our shoulders hunched, bringing our shoulders back, opening up our chest, really opening up to the experience, opening ourselves to what's out there, opening ourselves to our own strength, to our own resilience. When we come at a situation from that space and we can kind of monitor our current experiences from that place of openness, like whatever comes, I've got this, then we create this mindful space in our brain and it really allows us to respond intentionally in situations where we might otherwise just kind of withdraw. Acceptance means not fighting, and that's something that we've talked about before on the podcast. In any situation, we have the opportunity to accept what's going on, or we can wish it was different. There aren't really any other options. Once we accept, then we can move. The longer that we sit and fight, the longer we're stuck. So acceptance allows movement. It allows us to acknowledge what is and work with what we have to move forward And sometimes that means trying to make it better, but we can't do that until we accept. One simple example of this is if there's a child having a struggle, an emotional meltdown, just kicking and screaming or crying, we can get in the the rut of saying, I just wish this wasn't happening. Why is this going on? 
I, I'm so frustrated. Why are they crying all the time? It's been a rough day. And just fight what is. The other option is to acknowledge this child is really struggling right now. They're having a strong emotional reaction. And I have a choice. I can choose to yell. I can choose to snuggle. I can choose to move myself from the situation. Right? I mean, there's any number of choices that can happen once we just accept what's going on. But can you feel how much more mellow it is when we just accept what is instead of fighting it? When we fight it, we are always going to increase the emotional response for ourselves and frequently for others. When we accept, we can start to diffuse. We can take a, a sense of calm into a situation that's wrought with emotion. We can take a sense of action into a situation that's wrought with helplessness. There are so many pieces of acceptance that really enable and allow us to move forward with strength. And so a lot of times we feel like accepting something means like feeling defeated by it or overcome by it, but that's not so much what it is at all. It's more just acknowledging this is the present moment. This is the moment I'm finding myself in, and now I can choose how to respond. The final facet of Dr. Siegel's encouragement of how to approach the present moment is with love. When we can have love toward our ongoing experience, we open ourselves up to a feeling that can carry us through. Love, I don't think it's an accident that it's on the heels of these other qualities, curiosity, openness, acceptance, because those things can snowball and help us feel that sense of love in any moment. I also think that there is a higher power that imbues us and the world with love. And there are moments when we need the love that's beyond us. And I believe that it's always there and accessible. One of the things that love shifts in a situation is often our response toward ourselves. If we can respond lovingly to ourselves, to others, and to our experience, we're going to come up with solutions that are different. We're going to have intentions in a situation that are different. If we're beating ourselves up, if we're not responding to ourselves with kindness, not practicing self-compassion in our thoughts, then it's going to be hard to come by that love and like the softness that could be imbued in any moment by love. Like it, love imbues all moments with softness. And if we're not using love, then we're not feeling the softness that can accompany any of our moments. So it's important when you're navigating your experience daily as you're working to cultivate coal, curiosity, openness, acceptance, and love, that you don't overwhelm yourself. Because if you start berating yourself for not practicing all three, four of those, then we kind of defeated the purpose. So if for you that means taking one of them today and working on it, like I'm going to be curious in every situation I'm in, I'm just going to practice curiosity. I'm going to be open you know, like I'm going to be open to what comes. I'm going to be open to my response. I'm going to accept the emotions that come up. I'm going to accept my experience and my situation. And I'm going to practice love and let it flow through me and feel it where it is. When we can imbue our lives with those qualities, we feel a change. Things are different. I know just this week, uh, our family is in quarantine currently. 
and I was fighting it. I was so frustrated. I didn't want to be in this situation. The timing wasn't good at all. I had other things that I needed to take care of. I needed to be out of the house and it just wasn't working for me. And I had to work really hard at reminding myself to accept, reminding myself to settle into what was, get curious about what could happen in this moment, to be open to it and to respond to myself and to others with love. But the minute that I did that, literally the minute, and sometimes it takes longer because if your brain doesn't have neural pathways set up where it's practiced to do this, then it's going to take maybe a little longer than a minute, but I can help you do that. So the minute that I changed and I shifted and I just accepted what was, opened myself up to what could be, got curious about how I could connect and live my values, even in this space. And then operated with a sense of love toward myself and my people. I just softened. Like the whole experience went from making me really, really tense to feeling a little bit more gentle. And I could just kind of like exhale. The tools of mindfulness are so effective. They work in so many situations and they're so, so simple. So the next time you find yourself in a situation where you're feeling fearful, contracted, you're fighting what's going on, or you're feeling a sense of self-loathing, go ahead and give yourself some coal. Find a way to get curious. Find a way to find openness. Accept where you're at and respond to yourself and your experience with love. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm so glad you were here. If you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love for you to share it. I'm trying to support as many people as possible with mindfulness tools. Until next time.